When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the PFF NFL Daily. We're just reacting to Thursday Night Football. Jacksonville Jaguars defeat the New York Jets 19-3. to Sam, I thought at the beginning of the day that the story might be, hey, if the Jaguars win this game, we'll talk about their playoff hopes and everything, but the story coming out of this one is Zach Wilson getting benched, finishes 9 of 18 for 92 yards and in an, in an interception that was really not even indicative of how bad it was. He was also sacked three times for negative 21 yards. So a 41.9 passer rating feels feels rich for Wilson. The interception was just kind of uh, before the end of the half. But offense was a struggle for the Jets, and this could be it for, for Zach Wilson as quarterback. Yeah, I think it probably is. And in a funny way, I almost don't want to be too harsh on him for this specific game because like, the conditions sucked, right? Like it was cold, it was wet, the ball was slippery. He wasn't helped by the fact that that didn't seem to hamper Trevor Lawrence or Chris Treveller, the other two quarterbacks who played in the game. But, you know, sometimes that happens, right? Some guys are going to struggle with with weird conditions weather-wise more than others. So, I think he was definitely hampered by the conditions in this game. He kept trying to throw these deep passes and just couldn't get anything on them because the ball was slipping out of his hand. Um, missed a couple of shorter passes as well because the ball was coming out of his hand weird. Like It's one of those games where I don't think this game necessarily indicates that much about Zach Wilson. But the hate that was thrown his way, I think, does say something. Like The fact that the crowd was just relentlessly booing him. Every they were booing him, not just, not just going off the field, but when he was coming back on the field for the next drive, the crowd was booing. Like, they are done with Zach Wilson as the quarterback. Like, the fact that he has that little built-up, you know, goodwill from the crowd, from the team, from anybody, from his teammates, every time he put a ball you know, in a, in a bad location towards Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson looked back at him like he wanted to murder the guy after the play. Like, I, I don't see any way back just because everybody thinks he's awful at this point. Yeah, I think it's a good point. It's it's not just this game, but it was the, the, the Zach Wilson era right now. It's been difficult to watch because the easy stuff just isn't there, right? I mean, say what you want about, you know, there was a third and long, dig route and he it was open and he skipped it by about five yards whatever you call it a wet ball but sometimes it's just hit the five yard check down you know just just hit the easy pass and none of that has been there and what you said about the crowd just turning on him I was surprised by that I, I don't think he was a disaster last week as you as we mentioned right. on the podcast this week you said specifically some big time throws in there, some Zach Will, some of the things you expected from Zach Wilson, some incredible inconsistency, right? You had him hit a third and 19 crossing route. This was last Sunday. You had him take that same crossing route and airmail it by 10 yards. But it wasn't like the worst outing that Zach Wilson had ever had. And then he shows up here on the Thursday night game and the crowd's ready, you know, that, that they're just done with him. But they were, yeah. you know, it wasn't coming like off this terrible game. 
last week, I think, was a reasonable step in the right direction for Zach Wilson. The fact that coming off that week, he can play as badly as he did here and the crowd immediately turns on him, I think tells you everything you need to know about where he stands in the eyes of Jets fans. Like Chris Streveler comes in to, to replace him. Streveler is not a viable NFL quarterback. Like that guy is a poor man's Taysom Hill playing quarterback. He is like a week and a half late on literally an uncovered tight end over the middle. Should have been an easy walk-in touchdown. He throws it like five yards behind him. The guy has to stop, crouch down, pick the ball up off the turf. And Jets fans like celebrate wildly because it was just any kind of positive play by a quarterback that wasn't Zach Wilson. Like that's how low the bar has been set by Wilson that a terrible pass by a completely non-viable quarterback is greeted like, you know, the catch from Joe Montana to Dwight Clark just because it wasn't Zach Wilson attempting it. Like, I mean, he's to be fair, I just don't see any way back for that. From that, To be fair, Streveler's electric. He's been electric everywhere he's been. Everybody wants Streveler on the mm. field. I don't, I don't have much else to say. I mean, I, I, I think quarterback development is fascinating for all of us, right? You, you, it's, it's tough to, it's tough to project quarterbacks. We, we've seen quarterbacks who looked raw in college become Patrick Mahomes. We've seen, uh, you know, quarterbacks who looked great struggle in the NFL. It's a difficult thing, and you know, at the same time, you're seeing Trevor Lawrence his ascent to superstardom yeah. you're seeing Zach Wilson never take that step forward. And there's just, there's no signs that it's going to be coming anytime soon. Yeah. It, it certainly didn't help that while this was happening, Trevor Lawrence is on the other side, looking, you know, cool, calm and assured and, and on his way, the way he's been the last few weeks. All right. I got to tell you about our friends over at prize picks. It is so easy to play. You pick two to five players and if they will score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. Sam, tell them about it. Yeah, I love price picks. I think it's a great way of playing DFS. Like you said, you pick yourself a little slate of, of two to five picks. They've got pretty much any sport in the you can think of, including esports. You can uh, cross pick. You know, you can go across different sports and build yourself a little ticket. And then when you're done, you uh, you don't even need to get them all right. Like if you uh, choose the right way of selecting, you can still get a win even if one of your guys lets you down, like Zach Wilson, for example. <laughs> Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. So download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code DAILY. If you deposit $100, PrizePix gives you $100. Deposit $50, PrizePix gives you $50. do not forget to enter promo code DAILY at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. So... What happens now? Zach Wilson, yeah. the Jets. I know Mike, a healthy Mike White is the starter, but is Zach Wilson's time in New York just over? I, I kind of feel like it, it has to be at least, uh, at least a starter. Like, they're in a real tough spot because this probably costs them a playoff spot. Like, I don't think they can make the playoffs at this point. So, uh, what, you know, Zach Wilson, the number two overall pick, had been, it was on the bench, and Chris Streveler was trying to rescue a playoff appearance that Mike White might be able to come back in and help them, you know, to win games there. So Mike White is the quarterback that's shown the most on the roster right now, but it's still far from a sure thing what he will be going forward. My my thing is more, I don't know that Zach Wilson can be on the roster anymore. Like, it's turned that toxic that – 
do you have to get rid of him completely? Like whatever that costs, you know, if someone will give you, give you like a, a small bag of pennies that you've had in the side of the, the closet for years, do you just get rid of him just to get him out of the locker room and off the roster and away from your problem? Or are you stuck with him sitting there as a backup to Mike White next year and just hope that goes okay? You don't even think it's – you don't even treat it as a sunk cost. You think it's that bad. It is that toxic that you'd have to get rid of him? I, I mean, I don't think – I I don't think you want him sitting behind Mike White going into next year. Oh, man. There's always the chance, though, right? There's always the chance that the talent catches up and, and, and he shows up to training camp. I, I feel like you got to give him one more offseason. Maybe not as the starter. I mean, this offseason, I'm not going into the season with Mike White as my starter next year either. I'm pursuing Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm, you know, going into Aaron Rodgers' trade market. If you're the Jets and you're Robert Sala heading into year three as, as head coach and you feel like you've built this roster and built it and it's been piece by piece, they're in a good spot roster-wise, right? They could regress defensively, whatever. They're in a good spot. They've added talent to this team. They're going to get a quarterback this offseason. But I feel like maybe having Zach Wilson on the roster, just in case, just in case he could figure it out, is not the worst thing in the world. That being said, like, if you're going after a new starting quarterback, whoever that is, Jimmy G, Tom Brady, you know, Aaron Rodgers, whatever that looks like, I think I would want Mike White as his backup before I want Zach Wilson. Yeah, I'm, all I'm saying is it's – because it's a sunk cost. I mean, if you think it's going to be a toxic locker room, just having the dude around, I mean, that's, that's a different story. Not even that, like forget the, forget the toxic locker room, you know, bad, like bad attitude type of stuff. At this point, what, what evidence is there to suggest that Zach Wilson has a higher ceiling than Mike white? Like we're, we're going back to basically arm talent and draft stock, but Mike white has looked like a dramatically better NFL player than Zach Wilson has. If I'm taking a guy who, hasn't shown me enough yet to be the starter, but maybe in the future, that's Mike White before it's Wilson. No, it's true. I mean, the only thing that would like, – is there even a market for Zach Wilson? You're not going to get no. anything for him. We haven't seen – I mean, what other quarterbacks have been this bad right out, right out of the gate? Josh Rosen, yep. pretty much after a year. And he, you still got Ryan a second Leaf. for him as the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, like you got to go back a while, but it's like Josh Rosen, Ryan Leaf, like it's Blaine Gabbert. I think Gabbert was benched into year year two, and he wasn't I mean, bringing any value in after that. You can make the argument that Alex Smith was this bad, and they just kept on going with it, and he improved. Alex that Smith had like Alex one Smith touchdown a, to eleven interceptions or something yeah. insane his rookie year. Yeah, I just don't know if uh, his teammates hated him as much as Zach Wilson. And it's that's like a, a big somber, thing, right? A somber PFF daily here today. Um, <laughs> trying to figure out what the Jets are doing. Sorry for the lack of energy. Like, we're sitting here puzzled. How is it this bad? Uh, rough game for the Jets. Good job by the Jaguars. But, uh, yeah, we'll figure out. What do you think? Let us know what's going to happen with Zach Wilson and the Jets. It's the PFF NFL Daily.